0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the new Falcons Sports Podcast. I am Kyle Morrison, and I am here with my lovely co-host, Megan Green. Hi, super
1: happy to be here, super excited for sports. Let's get this started.
0: Hell yeah, let's do it. All right, so basically what this show is about is we're going to give you a bit of a summation of the week in Falcons sports. We're going to talk about scores. We're going to talk about teams. We're going to talk about developments. Um, that are going on in the Falcon athletic department. And to begin, we're gonna talk about something that is affecting us in society every day now, and that is COVID-19, particularly the Omicron variant, which has made its mark in the SPU basketball program, both men's and women's. For a bit of larger campus context here, in the month of January, which if I check my calendar, is not even halfway done, we have had 90 COVID cases reported in this month alone. For context, there's been about 60 in the entire pandemic before this. Now, as I said, it has left its mark on men's and women's basketball. Men's basketball had to postpone um, their last two games and women's basketball is gonna have to postpone their next two games, including one game tonight, which was supposed to be against St. Martin's. Um, It was postponed because of COVID, both of these due to COVID outbreaks in um, in the Falcon locker rooms. Women's basketball, especially, has had an incredible year. And with more information on that, I'm going to throw it to my co-host, Megan Green.
1: Yes, women's basketball has been having a great year, actually. So January 1st, they played Alaska Fairbanks and won 67 to 45. And that was on January 1st. And then January 6th, they played Simon Fraser and they won 66 to 64. But what's even more interesting is they won by a buzzer beater in overtime by the lovely Ashley Alter. And like Kyle was saying, their next two games, January 13th and January 15th have been postponed because of COVID and the men's team as well. So on the 15th, the men's will be playing Montana. And on the 17th, they're going to be playing St. Martin's, which was a game that was originally scheduled for the sixth, but got postponed because of COVID.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, The women's basketball team right now is seven and seven, which matches their mark from the COVID shortened season last year. So seven and seven. This has been an incredible run here for Mike Simonson as when he first started as head coach, his first two years, he went eight and 20 and eight and 19 respectively. So already to be at seven wins in a real league year is a huge accomplishment for him. Ashley Alter had the buzzer beater, as Megan said, um, against Simon Fraser on January 6th. What's very interesting about this Falcon team is right now they're third in conference at three and one, and they currently have no one in any top 10 categories except for Natalie Hoff, who's seventh in rebounding, Abrel Ressach-Ror, who's right now 10th in assists, and Kayla Brundage, who's also 10th in blocks. So this is truly a team that's overachieving, a team that's playing well in the team format. And although there's no real flashy stars, um, they're doing the most of what they got. On the men's basketball side, the men's basketball team, um, they've had a bit of a rough year considering where they were supposed to be. They were began ranked 21st in the nation and the favorite to win the GNAC conference. Currently they're eight and six, coming off a 10 and three year last year, and they're only one and two in conference. Devontae Mofrit is third in the GNAC scoring race at 18.4 points per game. But Megan, this is a team that definitely needs to step it up if they want to reach expectations.
1: Yeah, of- I think compared to the women's team, the men's team does need to step up a little bit. Looks like they've had a rough start. I mean, can we blame COVID, Kyle? It, could COVID be a reason?
0: See, I my old high school coach had a my old high school cross country coach had a great saying. And what that saying was, it doesn't just rain in your lane. So is something that's affecting all of us. It's affecting all of us in our daily lives. It's affecting every team in the GNAC. It's affecting every team in every aspect of sports in the world. Right. And so I think that it's hard to blame a lot of these losses or them underachieving on COVID. I think at the end of the day they just gotta step up. Um we know and-
1: if anyone on the men's basketball team has had COVID or if it was just postponed because of being indoors, not social distancing?
0: So yeah, basically, as I understand it, the only reason they would postpone a game is if there's a positive test in the program. With that being said, the SPU athletic department for multiple reasons will not release who tested positive. But from what I understand, both of these, according to the GNAC Twitter account, I mean, Trust that as you will. According to the GINAG Twitter account, both of these programs, both the SPU women's team and both the SPU men's team had their games canceled because of outbreaks in that particular program. And so, yes, these games have been postponed because of COVID outbreaks. I and want where very...
1: can you find the information for COVID cases on campus? Do you know where that's going to be at?
0: Yeah, if you want to find overall information for COVID cases on campus, there's a ticker On the SPU website, just honestly, if you just Google SPU COVID cases, you got it right there. You can look it up. There's numbers for every month. And uh, yeah, it's great. Um, So if you want to know how many COVID cases are on campus, which, I mean, everyone's a little worried right now. I would check that out as soon as possible. Back on basketball, one very interesting thing, Megan, that I think is very cool is that Harry Cavill, who's a senior on the SPU men's basketball team, he moved into eighth place on the SPU all-time scoring list in uh, the last game SPU played. Currently, he's got 1,338 points in his career. A great career for Harry Cavill um, as a Falcon. And so, you know, just wanted to shout him out. And
1: what did you say what year he was in? Freshman? He's a senior. A senior. I was about to say that many points as a freshman. Like, what?
0: (laughs) I mean, he'd be be pretty much the greatest player in SPU history if he had had that many points already as a freshman. As we go forward in the show, you should stay tuned because uh, as we move here into our third sport of the night, track and field, um, we're going to be having an interview after we quickly summarize what track did at their last meet on December 11th at the podium in Spokane. And it's going to be Julius Shepard, who's a great uh, competitor for the track team. Um, He's uh, a sprinter and a hurdler, and so it'll be great to talk to him about their upcoming meet on January 15th at U-Dub. So if you're a Falcon sports fan who enjoys track, go out to Dub, support them. They're in Seattle. Uh, it's a great place to watch a meet, great facility. There's going to be a lot of great runners from Oregon, Stanford, all over the West Coast. And the Falcons are gonna going to be toe, going toe-to-toe with all of them. Before we get to that interview, a quick summary of what the track team did in their first indoor meet on December 11th. Now, Megan, I ran track. and Let me tell you, having a meet on December 11th is quite strange. That's like having a meet in the preseason of the preseason. That's really Um,
1: early, Kyle.
0: It is extremely early, uh, even for indoor track, because uh, indoor track usually doesn't start until around this time. Um, But anyway, for it being that early in the season, the Falcons had some incredible performances. Jeff Gordon, not the same guy as the NASCAR driver. He broke the 60-meter dash record, which was set by Ryan Jewell in 2005. He ran a 7.12. And Megan, I know how you were talking about earlier how it would have been impressive if Harry Cavill – had scored that many points as a freshman well guess what jeff gordon actually is an athletic freshman and he has already broken the record for the 60 dash.
1: can you explain what you mean by athletic freshman
0: yes i can so in college athletics you can do what what uh, is called a red shirt and basically because of covid all athletes who competed in 2020 and 2021 since those were COVID affected years got what is called a covid red shirt which means that those years did not count against their eligibility So theoretically, if you wanted to, I don't know why you'd want to do this, but if you were a freshman in 2020, you could compete for six years in college, which, I mean, that would take a lot of your time, and I hope you get all your credits done before you're done with six years. But anyway, Jeff Gordon is a COVID freshman, which means that academically, he's a sophomore, but athletically, he's a freshman, which means he still has four years of eligibility left, and as a freshman in athletic standing. He bro- has already broken the 60 meter world record and then came back on the same day and came 0.02 seconds off of breaking the 200 meter record, which was set by Ryan Jewell. To do that this early in the season is simply just incredibly impressive. And guess what, Megan, there's more to it than that. David Najiri, uh, SPU veteran. Um, he is the reigning GNAC triple jump champion. And incredibly, in the first indoor meet of the season, we're not talking outdoor. We're not talking championship season. We're talking the first indoor meet of the season. He broke his indoor triple jump record and his outdoor triple jump personal best. Now he's the triple jump champion of GNAC and he's already beaten his PR. He jumped 49 feet and three fourths, which beat his old outdoor PR of 48.7 and his old indoor PR of 47.8. And now he ranks sixth in the nation after his first indoor meet, along with that, Annika Esvelt, an incredible distance runner in the SPU program, ran nine fifty seven six eight in the three thousand, which is uh, beat, which beats the provisional record, which sits at around nine fifty eight. And uh, she's coming off an XC where she was all, uh, XC season where she was all conference and all region. Um, and with that, please enjoy our interview with Julius Shepard on the track. TV.
1: Okay, and welcoming to the podcast, we have the lovely Julia Shepard. Julius, can you introduce yourself for us, please?
2: Yeah, of course. Um, I'm Julia Shepard. I'm a third-year student here at SPU. I run track, um, my main event. I'm a sprinter, um, working on 200, 400, 400
1: hurdles. Yeah, and it looks like you guys just had a great showing at your meet in Spokane. Um, What are some things that the team's excited about coming off of that and into the new season?
2: Um, Well, that meet was a really, really, really good meet to start off with. Um, We had a bunch of people put out some really good times. And it's just like, it's it's really good to see, like, for the first meet of the season, you're already putting out good times and you have a lot of good stuff ahead of you. So um, we're really excited to just continue competing.
1: That's good. Um, And as far as that goes, do you yourself have any personal goals for the season?
2: Me myself, yeah, um, I have a personal goal. I've been trying to get under 50 seconds for the uh, 400. So I'm pretty close, but I just got to make that last few strides. So, yeah.
1: Have you um have you beaten that time in practice before?
2: I have not. Mm-mm. Okay. That, so this,
1: that would be a personal record then.
0: That would be tough. If he was if he was running sub fifty in practice, bro, that would be like yeah. <laughs> that would that would be epic. That'd be like some one of the greatest practices of all time. Julius, I wanted to ask you, so I know that uh, Jeff, he broke the sixty meter program record and he broke the almost broke the two hundred meter program record. How excited are you guys about him? I mean, like you come in the first indoor meet of the season in December, which is like pre preseason, and he's already breaking school records. Like,
2: how yeah. excited are you guys about him? Yeah, no, dude, Jeff, great, outstanding on it, man. It's like, it's always good just, like, having somebody in practice that you can run with and compete with, and even just in practice, like, we're not even on a competing level yet, just in practice, it's just somebody next to you who who you know is going to um, give everything they got, and, you know, Jeff is one of those people, so it's really, it's really good having people like that on our team, and it's really exciting to see going um, forward in the season
1: can you tell me what your training is like on a Um, day-to-day
2: day-to-day usually we have about um, two or three hard practices a week and then in between those days we have a recovery day and um, usually Saturdays well while while we're in season Saturdays are meet days but um, on the off season Saturdays are like another recovery day as well Um, but it's optional but it's really recommended to go out and do that on your own so like to start the week we'll start off with something like some sprint endurance workout um, which kind of consists of a longer sprint interval such as 200s maybe and then middle of the week we'll get into like some shorter sprint stuff some starting blocks and um, 40 60 80s maybe and then Tuesdays and Thursdays We'll have like easy work on the field, grass work, no spikes on, nothing strenuous. Just trying to trying to get our legs back under us. So, yeah. Do you guys have you had
1: any injuries so far?
2: Me personally, I have. Um, I've been working through some hamstring stuff the past month and a half, um, but I'm getting better. I'm feeling better. So good. Bla-
1: glad to hear. It. And can you tell us anything about any upcoming meets that you guys have?
2: Um, yeah. So we have a meet coming up this Saturday, tomorrow, which is the 15th. Um, it's going to be at UW. Um, it's their UW indoor opener um, at Dempsey Track. And I think a lot of people are really excited to run there. Um, a lot of people on our team are new and haven't ever ran on an indoor track before. Right. Um, Especially like this one, because the UW indoor track is different from the one that we ran on previously at the um, the podium in Spokane. And it's because yeah, it's not banked, right? Yeah, it's because it's not banked. The UW track is a it's like a three hundred seven meter indoor track, which is mm-hmm. n- nothing close to what high school athletes and like some college athletes are used to running on the standard mm-hmm. four hundred meter track.
1: And last question for you. Can you explain to us um any ways that COVID's affected the track team so far as term in terms of like meets, um, at training? Um, were you guys slowed down at all in terms of getting practices up and running again this year?
2: Yeah. So this year it actually hasn't been too bad so far. I think after we came back from our winter break, it kind of picked up a little bit. Um, we had a couple people test positive in um, They had to like just quarantine and i think close contacts were able to come to practice after a negative test but they would be like prevented from going indoors to like lift with us or anything so they would just do everything outside but yeah in terms of like what we're planning on doing going into indoor meets um the rules are like you have to keep your mask on at all times except for when you're actively running like in your event so all the way up until my event i'll be having my mask on and then um as soon as i get done with my event i have to put my mask right back on so and then all spectators are definitely um required to keep their mask on as well
0: what's your guys's testing regimen like so how often are
2: you guys getting tested per week um so right now there's not really a schedule or mandate in place um just because of all the how the whole team is kind of pretty much vaccinated, it's kind of just going off like if you have any symptoms, just go straight and get tested like that. Um, yeah. yeah, last year we were doing a lot of testing over and over again, like every week, just because vaccines weren't all the way out. Nobody had vaccines, um, but this year I feel like there's a little bit more confidence in the vaccine, but um, we're still working through it. I know that the um, the NCAA and GNAC are both like um, working on new regulations for um, testing and COVID and policies and all that stuff. So we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks.
0: Thank you so much, Julius, for joining us and answering a few of our questions. Good luck on Saturday and I hope the track team has a fantastic indoor season and then a fantastic outdoor season following that. Of
2: course. Thank you guys for having me.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Falcon Sports Podcast. Um, I would like to thank my amazing co-host, Megan Green.
1: Thank you, Kyle. It was great to be here. I'm excited to be here next week.
0: Thank you so much for tuning in uh, and come back next week for another wrap-up of SPU Sports.